Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 29, Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast, and the podcast where one of us can grow a beard and the other not so much. My name is Anthony. And I'm George. And today we are joined by the awesome Justin, a.k.a. Justinius Builds. Justin, how you doing? Hey, what's up? For those of you that don't know, Justin is a uh, Gunpla or Gundam model builder, uh, a fucking top-notch one, if I may say so myself. Mm-hmm. Um, we found out about Justin realistically from Nightwing, a.k.a. Tommy, who was on the show probably like eight episodes ago. Um, for those of you who don't know, I, I'm a huge Gunpla model builder, so once I found uh, Tommy, and Tommy kind of introduced me to more people like you, I, I knew I had to have more people on that, that built them. Like professionally, I would say that you and you and Tex are on that professional level. Tex Marquise, if you don't know, is another guest we had as a gunplug builder, and both you and, and Tex are just fucking phenomenal builders. Yeah, and you know, after checking about everybody out, after you you started talking about everyone, Anthony, like I can't believe the stuff you guys build. Like it's just right. absolutely top notch. I mean, I I I don't think I do anything too special like that. Like I just kind of take what's there and and make the best of what is available to me i'm gonna stop you there justin and call bullshit on these fucking shenanigans you <laughs> you, you take that uh we're stroking that ego and you take it you take it till you blast that ego juice all over our salty little faces <laughs> well that's i mean that's fine I'll, you know but I'm, I'm trying to to jump more into the the more advanced stuff but right now it's it's just been like if there's a detail i'm gonna paint it for sure okay enough uh stroking your ego let's hop into housekeeping (laughs) if you enjoyed the podcast please check out our daily news posted monday through friday and an occasional review post on saturdays i swear to god one day we will post another review we're we're gonna have one this saturday which would have been yesterday if you're listening to this on the day it comes out which doesn't make sense so time paradox hello from the future or the past the past the past future the future is the past the past is the future i'm so confused right now and from one thing we learned from Endgame, uh, Back to the Future's time travel, uh, you know, the science behind it is not sound. So, yeah. All right. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine per month. You can cancel at any time. Next up, find us on Twitter at Dad's Beards Nerds, Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, you can find that link in our Twitter bio and every single episode's show notes. Next up, find George on Twitter at Ghioco, that's G-H-I-O-C-O, and find me, Anthony, on Twitter and Instagram at DadBodPlays. That's right, one singular social media name to rule them all. Next up, we have our new DBN Indie Game of the Month, for may i almost said march i'm so bad with months um i still do my fingers in the left you know do an l to figure out which one is left sometimes because <laughs> i'm an adult and uh, i can do that so uh this month's giveaway is risk of rain 2 developed by hopo games and distributed by uh gearsoft actually yeah, gearbox gearsoft and hopo. gearbox fuck <laughs> you're a hot it's mess it's gonna be one of those motherfucking days um <laughs> That drawing will be on the 24th. We will announce it on our Discord and over our episode of Dad's Birds Nerds. Is that going to be on episode 30? Yes, sir. 
episode 30 will announce the winner but if you're part of our discord you have a chance to win that game so once again find that discord link join it get in that giveaway and you could win risk of rain 2 come now, on by we'd love to have you enough of me fucking up stuff let's go into what are we playing justin what are you playing um well you know uh i'm i'm in the middle of a big build off but i put a lot of that on pause uh so i could play the division 2 which i'm i'm super into right now um and i just recently picked up dragon's dogma again on the switch and i'm okay. really enjoying that dragon's dogma is a game that i tried back in the day on ps3 and it didn't it didn't click but now i think of it, it's very soulsy huh well see I, I was the same way like i bought it on the 360 like way back in the day and i just i didn't get it and then something was like justin reinstall this on your computer and i reinstalled it and i just kind of got hooked so i bought it on the switch so i bought it three times uh and now i can take it with me so that's super great but i'm i'm really really getting into it there's a lot like it the first like I'd say like three or four hours are really tough because you're really underpowered. It really shows you how strong the world around you is. But yeah. once you kind of come to grips with that and learn how the pawn system works and, and figure that stuff out, it's really not that bad. Um, Final Fantasy VIII was that game for me. Uh, it was, I didn't understand the junction system and I actually played through the whole game and ended up beating it by some miraculous chance of God. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> I just sneezed and I told George to kill time and he killed the podcast and we restarted and it's awesome. But anyways, Final Fantasy VIII is that game for me. That was a very long roundabout way of telling you Final Fantasy VIII was that game for me. Jesus. So Dragon's Dogma and The Division 2 is a game I fucking love. I'm playing a ton of. Um, I'll get into that when we talk about well, when I go into what I'm playing because the, the raid came out. The raid's available now. And I've got some thoughts. I've got some thoughts and uh, questions that I would love to ask uh dem about <laughs> george what are you playing oh uh, no no wait hold on a second hold on i'm sorry justin what are you building in the build off can you tell us or is it secret oh no i i'm i'm working on the uh the master grade shin musha it's uh it's a build off it's a friendly build off it's not like a, com a competitive thing or anything like that uh it's my friend gumpla geo he's a really super cool guy uh we've been friends for a little bit and this has just kind of been a way for us to to become really good friends like we've we've become almost best friends through this build-off but uh he he got it for christmas and i happened to have one in the backlog and i was like hey man do you want to do a build-off and uh we kind of worked out some stuff and you know through the through the the behind the scenes and all that and uh that's what we've been working on so uh i've got an apex legends kind of inspired color scheme sort of and uh, he's doing something totally different with his, and, and then we're going to drop him here hopefully in the next couple weeks. So speaking of, of build-offs, I don't believe it was a build-off, but please tell me you saw Texas Icarus Wings of a boy that killed I did, and I, I really liked it. I thought it was pretty Holy cool. Holy fuck. How fucking awesome. Anyways, I just had to bring that up. I was looking at it right now, and I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. Um, so that's how you became best friends. It's funny. I made George touch penis heads with me, and that's how we became best friends. But teams our own. Yeah, exactly, man. You got to... <laughs> I'm just playing. We, we, axe. Um, George, what are you playing right now? Oh man, I. So I I've had the itch to play a card game lately, and you you know me, I'm already a, a Pokemon trading card game nerd. But I, w I wanted to try something different, so my brother and I both uh, jumped into Magic the Gathering Arena. 
and I must say I'm really enjoying myself. It's a lot of fun. It's very quick. Um, I already had some knowledge of magic from the past, so it was pretty quick for me to pick up, And but my brother even picked up playing really well. He, in fact, we're pretty much tied against each other, so it's been a lot of fun, and it's free, so it's been cool. You fucking nerd, just play Hearthstone like all the cool kids. Dude, like, Hearthstone's so expensive. <laughs> Like I, I, it's all yeah, yeah, it's true. It, it is like there's just no way around it. Like it, it, this game, yes, there is a premium currency they call it gems, but um, you can earn gold daily by c- completing various challenges and stuff, and it, it seems to be rewarding me as a player fairly quick. I mean, just today I unlocked I think two booster packs, so and those are a thousand gold apiece. So I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm having a lot of fun with it. So, yeah. That's what I've been playing. I honestly have not had time to play anything else, and my work life has been absolutely crazy, so I've been kind of just de-stressing with a really calm game, and uh, I've, I've been enjoying it. It's been good, good times. Um, Justin, do you play Yu-Gi-Oh! with Tommy, or, or is that like a Tommy thing? That's a that's a hidden thing. I, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm still alive. See, I did, I, did some, <laughs> I did some of that Yu-Gi-Oh! stuff back in high school. Yeah, yeah, me too. The, like. Uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! video where he's like, Pot of Greed! It's on Facebook and YouTube, but he's like, and now I play Pot of Greed! He's like, you can't do that! It's not how the game works! Yeah, I think I think I have seen that. I, I think Tommy may have posted it, and that's how I saw it, but, uh, yeah, I was curious if you were part of, uh, Tommy's Yu-Gi-Oh! crew. No, 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 no. I, I've got a funny story about that I can tell later, but, uh, no, I do not play that anymore. Well, yeah. we love funny stories here at Dad's Beer Nerds. I got quiet. Did an angel pass over? I was gonna say, do you want me to do it now, or like, should I wait? Yeah, go for it, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, tell it now, tell it now. I was like, kind of waiting for really, it. I was like, it's, uh... it's not really related to Tom at all. Like, it's just like that community, like our local, I guess, Yu-Gi-Oh community, is really kind of weird. And like, once it's it's held at a comic shop, and they do all kinds of different events. They do the Magic the Gathering stuff. They, uh, I do like some of the Warhammer stuff, like occasionally when I have time. Um, and I was in there looking for Warhammer figures one day and there was this guy like all the way in the back, just kind of like on his laptop doing his own thing. And this dude was like, he had gone out of his way to go to a comic shop on Yu-Gi-Oh night so he could play Yu-Gi-Oh with people. But he was on his laptop, like on Skype, dueling a guy on the internet in a shop (laughs) instead of like dueling people that were there. Whoa. That that seems uh, that's some next level shit right there. That's a lot of steps. <laughs> I feel like if you're gonna duel somebody on the internet, you should just stay home. Yeah, yeah no, just play I, play play the online version. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, like is there He had like a deck and a webcam set up. Like he was like for real dueling. Oh somebody. my god, it just like got this... even fucking better. I thought you meant like he was Skyping no, while playing Yu-Gi-Oh online at the same no, time. No, he was he was like Skype dueling somebody with a webcam and the whole thing. And he's like, I'm going to shuffle my cards. And I was like, what? Hold on, dude. <laughs> That's some next level shit. That's what I said. I was like, holy crap. We're all, we're all in 2019 and he's in 2030. He must be like he he can't he got time for the the clients and the fake rules. He wants to do it his way. Holy shit! Actually, one of my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh themes is uh, Dragon Ball or Team Four Stars a Bridge series, but from the <laughs> Cell games. I knew you were and gonna bring he, that up. Yeah, when Yu-Gi-Oh comes up and he keeps trying to play card, and he's like banned, also banned, ba- banned in two thousand five. <laughs> it's 
the, the uh, shout out to Team Four Star and their Bridge series because they just always fucking killing it. Justin, you know, are you familiar with the Bridge series? For yeah, I've seen Star? I've seen a lot of the Dragon Ball Z ones. Um, they, there's a couple different ones, aren't there? Like it's not just yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. They do. Uh, well, I, I I know there's there's Dragon Ball Z bridge, and I think yeah they do some other stuff that's a bridge. But the ones uh, the the ones that I like the most are the the Cell Games ones because he's like fighting or other people from other <laughs> from other animes. I guess it was probably the easiest one to splice somebody into. Yeah, he was like there's the fist there's the fist of the North Star yeah, one. Yeah, the fist and, of the North Star uh, one's the best. You're already you dead. Know. Again. Again. <laughs> because uh, you there, are you man meat or are you bug meat? Are we talking percentages? <laughs> um. Anyways, it's awesome. I guess I should go into what I'm playing, huh? Probably. Rocket League, the new season just started. Three, like, you have to play ten matches to be, like, you, to get your rank. And oh my god, Rocket League is the worst fucking game to play with randoms when you're trying to get a higher rank. Um, it's just, it's just the worst. It's just the worst. And then, but I mean, I love the game. It's like, it's like if you, it's like if it's like doing placement matches in Overwatch with a bunch of randoms. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just yeah. I, I feel like competitive online play with randoms is the worst, but you love it. So it's like if the only way for you to get hard was to be kicked in the nuts. Uh, because you love it, but you also hate it. But it's the only thing that gets you off. <laughs> so that's what playing a competitive game love with the randoms is like. That's the best way I could explain it. Or if you like, if you like pulling your own fingernails off because it was the only way to save your life. I don't know if that that's a fair representation of that. But you get what I'm trying to say. Is it's he- it, it's like a hell that you choose. It's like if you went to hell and Satan was like, hey, you're in hell. You get to choose your hell. And it was like, oh, Rocket League. And he's like, yeah, but it's always the randoms and they're really shitty. And, and they're always like, bumpy I guess, Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to take this one because I really enjoy Rocket League. I hate that, so I get it. I get the concept of hell. Uh, let's do this. Um, next up, Division 2, obviously, because that game has me by the balls. The, the, raid, the raid officially released today. Um, I did hop in with a party of eight. It's super fucking hard. Um, I don't know if anybody's beat it yet. I know we got to the second phase of it, and I just I had enough of getting wiped and wiped and wiped. I don't know if there's issues with the raid itself, but it felt like something was off, and it, not with the actual like the way it was designed, but with the actual game. Uh, something glitched. Something was wrong. We couldn't do any damage to a boss. We thought we had it figured out. No matter what we tried, we just couldn't do it. So it was like, uh, I wonder if something's off here, if something's wrong. So I have a feeling that within the next couple of days, we'll see like new patch patches being put in with some patch notes explaining. Probably like, you know, this, this has been patched on the raid because of this. So I'm hope I don't know, the balance is off. But then again, it's a raid. So like it pissed me off, but it also was kind of like, well, it's new, and I remember the raids in World of Warcraft were a really big deal when they first came out. People wiping over and over and over again until they got it. So it's one of those weird things where it's like, I want to be super judgmental, but at the same time, it's a brand new theme, and nobody's figured it out yet. You just got to get good. Right? Fuck, oh, you just got to get good. <laughs> just get good. Um, but yeah, that's really... I, I played a little bit of Dragon Quest Eleven today. It's a super great game. I just kind of was grinding out some levels and 
that's really it. Like, like just like you, George, I haven't had a lot of time with uh, the new, I got a new, new days off. So it's all, my schedule's kind of wonky at the moment. So yeah. Yeah. That work life though, when you're, when you're doing something for 40 plus hours a week, it, uh, it, it eats you up. Yeah. I'm sure Justin, yeah. I'm sure you can, uh, you can vouch for that as well. Being a content. Oh creator. man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sometimes it sucks. Like last week was, was really tough. So so kudos, I mean, well, kudos to all content creators, even without having kids and like, I'm sure a lot of content jobs that don't have kids, but um, I think that content creation and finding the will to create is, uh, is a skill in of its own. And then you add <laughs> multiple children on top of that, uh, it gets even harder. But to, to everyone making content, I respect that, regardless of whether you have kids or not. So let's take... Hey, hit my elbow. Um, let's take a small break. Uh, why I tend to my wound. That's right. It was a new ad featuring my voice this time. And let me tell you what, I've never been more moister than an oyster for myself in my life. Um, I just wish tonight I had a mirror over my bed so I could make love to myself. Anyways, we are back. With Justin Builds, Justinius Builds uh, is our guest for today. I'm going to hop into these topics uh, for just a quick recap. Um, Justin is a gun and model builder, makes some fucking awesome builds, a lot yes. of custom builds, just does phenomenal work. So uh, let's hop into the questions. Uh, the first topic I'm going to give you, uh, or the first question is one that I gave the text as well, because I think it's a really good question, is uh, what's the first like model kit that, that got you What's the first kit that you ever built or just models or anything you built could have been Legos too, where you were like, holy fuck, I can do this. I like this and I can see myself putting in the time to get good at this. What was the, the, the kit that made it click? Oh man. I, you know, it's, it's hard to say. Uh, Cause like I've always, I've always really liked building stuff from when I was like real, real little. Like I used to buy Lego sets all the time. Well, I guess more appropriately, my parents would buy me Lego sets um and then gundam wing was a thing so gundam wing models were available in like walmart and stuff like that so i could get those and i i really enjoyed them um but that wasn't really when the hobby was kind of serious for me it was i got to build my own action figures and i really kind of enjoyed that um you know i took a long break once uh you know like gundam seed kind of flopped over here in the states i think and it wasn't as available um and a few years went by and uh, I just happened to see it on YouTube and I was like, this is, this is still a thing. Um, you know, I was looking for uh, like a grown up hobby, something, cause I was spending all my paychecks were going into steam and like humble bundles and stuff like that. And I wasn't playing You're any preaching of these games. To the choir. You're preaching I, to the choir. I was going to say, that's where all my money goes. What's wrong with that? But you know, I wasn't, I wasn't playing the games. Uh, that's, yeah. That's my problem. I have that, like, I I was, have that problem I was, too. <laughs> Yeah, like I'll buy a whole humble bundle for like one game or two games, and then like there's like eight games that are just sitting in my library that I'm never gonna play. So I I repurpose those those keys and I give them away in our in our Discord or during my streams. See, this is this is back in the day when they bundled them all together. It was like you you bought that thing and you got got yeah. So like my my Steam library is like 700 games deep right now. It's nuts. Um, Ain't no one in the world gonna crack that. No, it's tough, dude. I, I don't know what came over me, but 
you know, I was like, I want, I want to get a hobby that's more productive that I can, I can see actual results from. Uh, so I bought, I bought like a, a SD kit. Um, I bought a, a high grade from Gundam Age, and I bought something else and like some Gundam markers and stuff like that. I totally botched my first like three kits. They were awful. Um, and I, I just recently, it's, it's been maybe about a month. I put, uh, like a kind of like a timeline post up showing like my first Gundam build and then some, just like what I would call, uh, not landmarks. That's not really the word I'm looking for here, but important builds throughout my career, if you will. And, uh, I think really the, the first turning point for me was, uh, the master grade age one normal is such a, a nice kit it's it's i feel like it has everything in like a classic gundam design or a classic gundam redesign uh that like if you buy you know anytime they they launch a new line of models they they give you an rx78 kit uh so there's a million of them but this yeah. is like it's that like it's got the colors it's got the you know most of the silhouette the design elements are all there but it feels super fresh and that's you know that that was kind of the the turning point for me when when I started taking it a little bit more seriously. You didn't um, like as a child you weren't into just like just models in general like normal models because I know like some people were and that's kind of that was their their jumping in point and then others were kind of like like you said like me like the the original like the, I never built models as a child like when it came to like cars or planes and stuff like that but Legos were were kind of were my thing I got. You know, I was always getting Lego sets on, you know, Christmas and my birthday. And that was kind of what got me into, you know, being creative in a way of just building. And then from there, it was, you know, then I had my box of Legos and I would make my own creations, you know, that kind of stuff. And it wasn't until, I want to say, like, it wasn't until high school that I realistically bought, I, I bought three or four Gundam Wing model kits that I got from the EB Games in Merced, California. And during this time, it was between like 2000 and 2003. Um they were selling actual Gundam action figures. It was when uh, Gundam Wing uh, was on Toonami. It was really big. And I remember these figures were just everywhere. Because we had a, uh, a, was it KB Toys? Oh, I remember KB Toys. So we had I KB Toys in the mall. And then we also had, um, like, you could buy, find them at, like, Target, you know, Toys R Us. But they were a actual action figures, and I had a shit ton of these. And that was my, like, first... That's what got me into seeing these model kits, these 100 size like Gundam Wing kits, just normal hobby grade, um, with the old art on them. They're really like, it almost looks like like a knockoff art. Um, oh, you mean like the 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 no grade wing kits with like the really like kind of fancy painting? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's those exactly boxes it. are killer. Um, so I remember buying those and I built those, and that was realistically like my first. That was my introduction to models, like just model kits in general, and I had a lot of fun with it. But it was it, it was just that I just built them, and and that was it. And it wasn't till I want to say within the next like within the last two years that I've got more like into it. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm on the serious level yet. I'm not even on Tommy's level. I know like to Tommy's a, a bit below you on the level scale, but like I'm not even anywhere near what Tommy's doing. Like I see the stuff Tommy's doing as well, and I'm just like, fuck, man, how do you do that? Um, but there was no other like if so it was basically like Legos that got you into the world of building and being creative like that. 
Yeah, a little bit. Like my my dad built like model cars, and like being a kid who, um, got into things, you know, uh, I've I've destroyed so many of my dad's model cars, and I feel <laughs> terrible about terrible about it now because like. Like, he did, like, the little wires and the engines and, like, painted all the little details. And I'm just like, wow, this is, you know, it was, it, for me, it was like, this is a toy. And, like, when he would bust in the room, he's like, no, and now I get it. You're um, like, Dad, these cars suck. The wheels don't even move. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, like, I, I tried that. Like, when when Gundam kind of phased out a little bit, I was like, I still wanted to build things. Yeah. And uh, so I bought, like, a, a NASCAR model or a plane and, like, I was like, this is, I don't understand this. Like, I don't get it. Um, so it just, I kind of put it down for a while. I, I did like drawing. Um, I played in a band for a little while. And then once those things kind of went away, I wanted that, like I said, I wanted that more creative hobby again. So I came back. Yeah. It's model kits never really like clicked with me. Um, George's brother, Ben actually does, uh, he doesn't do model kits, but he builds uh, RC cars, like or in like rock crawler RC like trucks, and he does like the same like detail that you would do on one of your models. He's he's just insane with it. So when I see people or have friends that do that on that level, I just I can't help but just be like looking at them with the stars in the eyes, just like whoa, how do you do that? Holy shit, it's beautiful. My brother will even like his. He has one of his uh, crawler trucks, and I shit you not, the steering wheel turns inside the cab. That's like, crazy. As the wheels are turn, I'm like Ben. How the hell did? You, what? How much time are you spending doing this, Ben? Like, <laughs> but he's fast, Ben. But you know what? The other thing is, is like he's built other like cars and trucks for like donations and stuff for raffles and stuff. Like he's he's so much. He's, he's come so far doing that part of like the modeling because like modeling is such a broad scope of hobby it's like you can go from Gundams to model cars to RCs and things like that and it's just like it's a really broad hobby with a lot yeah, of skills yeah. with a lot of different skill levels if you really think about it well Justin you mentioned uh, Warhammer as well how long have you been to, like is Warhammer something that you still do and are interested in or is it something where you'll always be interested in it but you just maybe don't have the the time to do two separate sets of models uh for me i mean i've i've been interested in warhammer for a very long time for like years and years like when i was a kid we had the same well not the same comic shop but uh there was another comic shop uh that was out of the mall and i would go in there to play Yu-Gi-Oh. strangely enough and uh, I would I would see the the massive racks of the like the the glass cases with all the Warhammer figures like that were painted and stuff, and I always thought that it was so cool, but you know Yu Gi Oh was my interest and I I didn't really have any interest in like buying uh, like these little figures and figuring out how to play and learning the rules and all that stuff, uh, so it was just something that kind of sat in the back of my head for a while, and. Um, yeah, not to interrupt, but Star, Star Wars has a game like that that I've been wanting to get into, but you, you buy the, the small uh, ships and things, and you have to paint them and, and yeah, do that thing. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I always find myself at the, the comic shop doing the same thing, like, this looks so fucking cool, but I can't, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like it, it's it's like an investment, though. Like, it is. When, when I jumped into Warhammer, I had originally bought – I bought a set of Grey Knights just because I thought they looked cool. 
And I was like, I don't really think I'm going to play, but I want to build them. I want to paint them. I want to kind of put my skills to the test. And that's really all it was. Uh, well, for my birthday one year, one of my friends got me the rule book for those models. And uh, I, I went through and looked at all the units you, you could play. And it's really not that many. Like they, they're kind of like a special force. And you, I think you, it's kind of meant to tack them onto another faction basically they they kind of support those they're in the lore they're like a smaller super tight-knit unit there's not very many of them uh they're they're trained in secret and stuff like that so it's not like the other chapters so i was like i want something where i have more options uh so i ended up going complete opposite end of the spectrum uh i went with like what would be i guess quote unquote the bad guys um and i bought like an entire nurgle army and uh, slowly been chipping away at that. You know, whenever I have time that I can actually get out and play, I'll go to the, the hobby shop and I'll I'll play a game. Uh, but Kill Team right now is super appealing because you can play a full game of Kill Team in like 45 minutes. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. As a, yeah, as opposed to like the two to three hours that a, that yeah, a full I, match of Warhammer would Yeah, take. I was going to say, I was under the impression that a full game of Warhammer was like a two-hour minimum. Yeah. So, so that's, that, Warhammer that is, is a game that I, I've always like looked at, and like you said, you go to comic shops or or hobby shops and you see, and it's like, whoa. Um, talking with friends who have played Warhammer and do play it, I'm like, yeah, I can never get into that. Not because of painting models, like totally like scares me, because of the fact that it is so intricate and so. Like, the people who are really good at Warhammer should have been, like, born in, like, feudal China during the Warring States because they would have been brilliant tacticians. <laughs> it's, it's such a game that involves – it's like chess, you know? you got to be thinking 15 to 20 steps ahead of, of your opponent, and I'm just not – I'm very much a more in-the-now type person. <laughs> well, see, that's, that's kind of how I am too, though. See, that's, that's one of the things I like about Warhammer, though, is that it, it kind of caters to a lot of different audiences – uh, I'm not really like good at tactics and tactical things like that, but like a lot of things will boil down to a dice roll, or maybe you get like a slightly more clever, uh, you know, placement of your models than your enemy, and you get the jump on something. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of different factors that come into play. You could you could have a total um, tactical advantage over your opponent and still lose because the dice rolls. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. It's got that it's got that D and D like dice roll vibe to it as well. or not vibe to it, but it has those those dice rolls and those critical rolls, right? Yeah, and that's and that's one of the things that I think is really cool about it because it it makes it a little bit more accessible to people who are are not as you know, apt to figure those things out. Um, and like as I've played, I've figured, you know, this guy shouldn't be up in the front, maybe leave him in the back or uh, you know, maybe don't bring this guy up against this type of unit. Things like that. You you slowly pick things up. <laughs> I would be like, snipers are totally frontline units. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> my my first my first match, I just sent everything forward, and you know, it didn't work out, but I I learned something. <laughs> You're yeah. like, today we have learned, and today we will we will take that knowledge to the next day. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of kind of how I feel after jumping back into magic, like. It was kind of like riding a bike without training wheels, but then there was a lot of things that have changed since the last time I had played. Mind you, the last time I played Magic was probably like 2001. Uh, 
ironically my my grandfather was still alive but he had just had a surgery and we were he was bored and i was bored and i was just like you know what yeah i went went to toys r us and i ended up buying uh one of those dual decks and it's two 40 card decks to play with and we we just learned how to play magic and that was how i originally got into magic was playing with my grandfather but uh yeah it uh it's definitely changed a lot so and it's cool well, I, that's one of the things about card games that I don't really enjoy is that it's it's they have to keep changing and like I think that's one of the reasons I don't understand Yu-Gi-Oh anymore is there's so many different kind of they they go a totally different route for like changing the rules and doing things mm-hmm. uh, like magic I feel like kind of keeps things a little bit more at a base level where like somebody I, can jump in brand new and just get it yeah I bailed I bailed out of Yu-Gi-Oh after I think the third time they revised the rules and did, did a uh, I can't remember what they introduced but I was just like fuck this it's it, this is way too much I'm out and uh, I, I, I've been a long time Pokemon trading card game player though so it, that that game is kind of like my baseline for, for card games but even that has evolved over time immensely so. yeah well, I heard that's super different but like I'm that's another one I'm, I'm really surprised that that's still around yeah no that that the trading card game league is still alive and very healthy especially since pokemon go came out like that really seemed to reinvigorate the whole card collecting scene in my opinion interesting yeah at least locally what from what i've seen all right next up justin what's up what's the build you're most proud of what's what's the build you've done where you're just like fuck like i knocked this out of the fucking park like <laughs> holy fuck <laughs> My my SD God Gundam that I just completed not that long ago. I'm, I am a work of fucking mm-hmm. art. I'm very very proud of that thing. Um, it's not the best kit, and it's not really a fault of anything you know that I've done or that the way the kit was made. It's just resin kits are are a different beast, and posable resin kits at that are even more of of that beast. So. Uh, you know, you just gotta kind of take the the pros with the cons, I guess. I'm looking at it right now, and I am so hard. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I remember when you posted this, and I, I, I also remember Tommy talking about that you had a, like the next kit you were doing was phenomenal, and uh, like, goddamn, the shading, just the actual painting, like, oh my god, Justin, fuck you for being so like good at this. Like I just, my favorite thing about that, my my favorite thing about that build is that, um, I I kind of held myself to a much higher standard than I normally do with it, because most of my resin kits, uh, I my as far as what I like out of a resin kit, I tend to like some of the older stuff, mm-hmm. and with resin it's not like plastic where you know Bandai will make it every every couple years. Once a resin kit is out of production, it's gone. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad you said that. I, I, them... I had no clue what the hell a resin kit was. So thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, a oh, lot okay. of the times, a lot of the times you'll have to get a recast. So it's it's not made by the original manufacturer or the individual that made it. Uh, somebody has more or less bootlegged it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not the best market. I don't really try to support that kind of thing. But if if it's not available anymore, and this is the only way you can get it, I I feel like it's kind of like a morally gray area. Um, you know, 
It's like some the, people will it, tell you don't ever buy don't ever buy recasts, whatever, whatever. But like some of these people will make like twenty kits and they'll never see the light of day again. Wow. Wow. Um, uh, the, the the SD series of uh, well just Gundams in general, is that something that you that you like to build or, or, or was this this build kind of one of the first times where you really hop into the SD like Gundam universe because obviously the, the people for those of you who are listening don't know what the the SD Gundams are, are like kind of like the chibi versions they're smaller they're more like they're very squished yeah very car- kind of cartoony there's been a lot of games and a lot of cartoons involving that I, I believe it was uh, SD Gundam was its own cartoon and it was like a more it was like SD Gundam generation or something yeah. like that it was really weird I remember it being aired for a little while but and they had like really big eyes and they talked and they had like silly yeah, voices yeah. Um, I've done a bunch of SD builds, and uh, strangely enough, most of them are resin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the the kind of style that the the resin SD kits have. They they've got like their own kind of niche within the Gundam models, anyway. Uh, and they they tend to be a little bit more stylized. So I I usually go for the resin ones because Bandai. I feel like Bandai doesn't treat their SD models right. Now that's that's changing. Their their cross silhouette line is really nice. So if you're interested in a simple model kit that doesn't cost anything, uh, that might be a good place to start. Um, but um, yeah, like so so typically uh, I I get a lot of my kits as recasts, but this was an, an original cast. Uh, so I wanted to treat it super good. I wanted to make sure I got all the all the cleaning done. I got all the mold lines and all the the crazy resin slips and stuff like that. And I, I cleaned it to a level that I've never cleaned another resin kit in my life. And I took my time painting it. And I wanted to make it the most... I wanted to, to kind of take everything that I consider to be part of my style and push it kind of to 11. And I, I really think I, I nailed it with it. Like that's I'm super happy with how that kit came out. You ever play any Gundam games? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, my favorite ones are the ones that aren't available in America. Yeah, even though I can't read them. Like I feel like we kind of get the short end of the stick on what games are available to us. Yeah, the more recent the versus and then build. Uh, I think it was Build Fighters. They're just they're they're oh, basically all like like one on one fighter games. That's not really my jam. I remember playing like uh. The Gundam games on like PS2 that were like full fledged, like you were actually yeah. part of the studio. Yeah. It felt a little more like a simu- simulation. And then the, the Dynasty, you know, the Musao Gundam games came out, and those were pretty awesome. But just kind of, they're so one dimensional that the uh, it seems like the real RPG tactic style ones are the SD games that they do. And did, and did... I was looking at uh, the Gundam, was it a uh, G G Generation Spirits that's coming out? Is that something that you're interested in? Not really. Uh, those are more like tactics style games. I really like the the cutscenes and stuff that play during the fights, but I'm not really interested in the tactics and stuff like that. Yeah. Did either of you guys play any of the Zone of the Enders games? Yes. I did not, but they look amazing. It's also a Hideo Kojima game, Anthony. Yes. And, and that is why I played them. <laughs> exactly. Um, dude, if you can, Anthony, definitely, definitely check them out. Um, I, I feel like they did a really some of it's a little repetitive but they definitely did the whole you know mechanized it's an on-rail shooter right no no no, no, no. it's it, you it, can go a, yeah you you, you, you pilot a uh uh what would similarly be a, a mobile like a suit. mech yeah a mech yeah. and uh yeah you, it's it's a really great story in my opinion um 
highly underrated deserves a lot more praise than it well it's highly praised but a lot of people that i talk to just have never played them and it's it's a solid game especially if you're a gundam fan in my opinion only because like you everybody said before it was like they're either all like one-on-one fighting games or there's no real middle ground in story and these these really have a really good story too so yeah all the all the story driven gundam games are japan exclusives exactly. like the side stories like i i actually imported a bunch of them on the ps3 just so i could i could play those kinds of games i like i said i can't read them i don't understand what's going on but they're more fun to me <laughs> all you need to know is is when they yell out god <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. like you know like one of them is is got like uh like an upgrade system and you'll you'll start with like a gm and you'll work your way through well actually you can choose which side you want to fight for that's the first thing uh, oh that's and then cool. you'll yeah and then you'll start a storyline based on which side you chose and you'll start with like their most basic unit and as you do missions you unlock more and then you can build like a little team of three that goes into your missions and you can customize everything it's crazy that's the kind of Gundam game I wish we could get in the States. Like, so, a fully-fledged, kind of like Armored Core-esque. Yeah, I mean, it's not as in-depth as Armored Core. Like, you can't, like, fully build your own Gundam or anything. But, like, yeah. being able to choose what weapons you carry in the battle and, like, little upgrades here and there, it's really nice. That would be fucking awesome. Um, fuck, dude. Justin, you're you're awesome. Um, I just want <laughs> you to know that I super fucking appreciate, like, your bills and the stuff you're doing um you know just like with tommy and Tex, i look at your stuff and it, it fucking inspires me i'm nowhere near at that level or brave enough to start painting it but it, it definitely gives me that fucking like i want to build a kit when i look at your stuff like it just i want to go buy i want to go to my nearest hobby shop and want to buy a kit and i want to build it because i'm looking at your stuff and i'm just like fuck i got the itch now <laughs> well thank you i, I so, appreciate um that. thank you so much for coming on the show today um, Justin, real fast before before we go, let everybody know where they can find you. Everywhere. Every single spot. Um, 90% of my social media is uh, Justinius Builds, so I'm most active on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I drop one YouTube video a week at least. Um, that's Justinius Builds as well. Uh, on Facebook, it's Justinius Builds Hobby, but I don't like how Facebook kind of bottlenecks my, uh, my views. Yes, so thank you! Mm-hmm. I don't really use Facebook that much. I hate it. Uh, I don't make money off Facebook, so I refuse to put money into it. Um, Being in bands for years and the Facebook model of which I'd imagine is the same way if you're going to make your own page for your, your builds is the worst thing because you maybe, you, if let's say you have a thousand followers, but you only have access to like 200. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not even like a, like half. It's like it cuts you down to like 10% of your following and. I just don't get it. Like, it, it makes no sense because they just want you to buy it. I, anyways, I could do a whole podcast at just my gripes and <laughs> complaints. Yeah. But uh, perfect. Um, so we'll actually we'll, we'll spit them out again when we go to our, our outro. But Justin, once again, man, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, yes, just... thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will hop into the outro. All right, we are back. Uh, I don't believe there was an ad read there, so it was just blank. So it's going to be like we never even left. The power of technology. Um, <laughs> anyways, Justin was an awesome guest. Uh, Hell yeah. Always cool to be able to pick the brain of someone who 
builds models or just does anything on a professional level. And Justin is definitely on a professional level. Um, so once again, we're going to reiterate or reiterate, but I'll just go over his social medias again. Um, one thing he does have that he did not do his Patreon, um, out of all those social medias as a creator, uh, I cannot stress how important it is to support him at Patreon. Uh, if you're going to support him anywhere, please do it on Patreon. Um, even if, it, if you're not becoming a patron, but you're just following it to keep up to date, you know, it keeps it fresh and it, it keeps the opportunity to become a Patreon or a patron for his page. Uh, it just keeps it there at the forefront. So you can find him Justinius builds on everything. I'm going to spell that real fast. It's J U S T I N I U S. And then the word builds, uh, that's Justinius builds. But, um, if you go to any of his stuff, please go to his Patreon and uh, k- kick him some bucks over there. That's, well, you know, one way that he can keep making YouTube videos and, you know, it'll help him out with all that. So remember Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Patreon, Justinius Builds. Support him. He is awesome. Give that give man him... give that man all your love. Oh, you took the words right out of my mouth, you saucy sweet boy. <laughs> well, you know me. You know oh, I love me. it. I love it. Okay, so. Remember, if you'd like to hear me read the outro that I still haven't changed uh, over the past 10 weeks, <laughs> you can do that right now. If you'd like to be part of the podcast, please leave us a message via the Anchor app by going to the Dad's Beards Nerds podcast home homepage. That's actually uh, anchor.fm slash Dad's Beards Nerds. Our new uh, ad read is actually about this, the messaging. Um, so there you'll be able to tap the message button. You'll be able to leave us a voice message. And it may be aired on one of our episodes. Keep it clean. Keep it fan, uh, fun and friendly. Uh, if not, we will not air it. And instead, we will probably air it on just our Discord. And we will make fun of you to all of our Discord people. So. True. <laughs> Very true. We've already oh, thought about this. So, yeah. Um, s- send us send us some audio, guys. We want, we want to hear from you. Tell us what you think. Let us know what kind of guests you want to hear from. Let us know how we're doing. We just want to hear from you. Tell us about your dad. Yeah, and his epic beard. <laughs> and if he's a nerd, that's a plus two. So I want to I want to just uh, shed some light on something real fast. The so Nightwing, aka Tommy, um, got upgraded to a mod, but on the Discord. But he, we were talking on Twitter, and George had George. You mentioned about you got to take the next month off because of what was it a game? Oh no. Uh... Because uh, Crunchyroll is now being, or you can get Crunchyroll for a month free if you're a Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime right? Yeah. So um, I was just I, like, well, that's it. I got to take a month off of the podcast to catch up on all the anime I have missed out on. I do want to toot my own horn on the awesome uh, friendly clapback I came up with. That was, well, if I'm doing the podcast on my own for a month, I'm going to have to change the name to Dad's Nerds. <laughs> Mine is the beard. Because <laughs> I can't grow a beard. <laughs> thank you for this month of dad's nerds the monthly podcast where only it's it's just me and i can't grow a beard (laughs) (laughs) oh but thank you guys so much uh for being a part of the podcast for listening to it for supporting us in whatever way that you support us whether it's listening whether it's following us on one of our social medias or telling your friends about the the podcast just thank you guys so much Uh, it's super super appreciated we're truly blessed to have you guys listening to us and we appreciate every single one of you all right until next time i'm anthony and i'm george thank you everyone for listening have a good one